Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one elvish dialogue minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today is our guest Travis Bowe from Watchmen Minute and uh, Real Comics Minute podcast. Or not Real Comic Heroes. Real <laughs> Comic Heroes podcast. Hello. We're Hello professionals. There. Editing. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. So today we'll be talking about Minute 112, uh, which starts with Aragorn kind of looking at Arwen um, like he's a little upset and ends with uh, them about to get all up in each other's business. Yeah, this little nose rubbing, very intimate thing. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, There's a lot of Elvish that happens in this minute. Yes, I think it's... uh... It's entirely in Elvish. Yeah, every every bit of dialogue. Yeah, uh, in this minute is Elvish, uh, especially if you count her name as Elvish for sure. Well, yeah, right. She's an elf, <laughs> and it's you know that's the only word uttered that isn't subtitled in Elvish yeah. in the DVD. Yeah. So, and then she's just like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> and is it uh, Cinderin that they're speaking? Yes, I believe so. Although I get them confused. All the. Uh, huh. All the conversational Elvish is in Cinderin. I think mo- the vast majority of it's in Cinderin. And, and then I, all the magical stuff is in... Uh, is in uh, Quenya, yeah. I think. Okay. I think that's the way it's split up. And the the Elvish on the door of Moria is another kind of Elvish, I believe. Yeah, because it's mm. old, right? Because it's old. Tang? Is it Tangwar? <laughs> it's all... Yeah. It's all old. Isn't, it's all I old. Tangwar is what the... The, the script is called. The script, the script is called, yeah, yeah, on the ring is Tenguar. All these fictional words, they're hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah. They're hard to keep them straight. But uh, what what he says when he turns his head to look at her... Also, by the way, I think that this scene is like the oldest Vigo ever looks in this movie. <laughs> he looks very tired. Yeah, hmm. but he looks, he looks old. He kind of looks old in this minute. Is it the lighting, maybe? It might be the lighting. It might be, like, kind of hazy lighting in this space. Yeah. It's a little glamour shoddy lighting. Yeah. And just, like, it's when he turns, like, the when the camera cuts and it's looking at him from the other direction after he turns his head, like, I think that's I think that's the oldest Vigo ever looks. It's because huh. he, um, like, crinkles his, his brow because he's, like, thinking. Yeah. It's just something that kind of struck me watching this. It's like, why does Vigo look so old I think here? he looks old... Um, in the next minute where he's talking to Elrond as well. Yeah. He's, he's got like that similar expression oh, on yeah. his face. Mm. But it's like darker right. lighting. So I don't think it stands out as much. Uh. Yeah, he looks tired within the scene with, with Elrond, I think. Yeah. And it could be like, I don't know if they talk about it on the commentaries. Like this could have been a pickup shot that was, you know, filmed. I think that most like of this two was years pickups. after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think most so, of this was pickups. Yeah, between like fellowship and and this, this could have been like a two year difference or something. Yeah, because 
the person you can kind of see the most difference in between pickup shots and when they initially filmed them from fellowship scenes is definitely Elijah Wood. Mm. Because, you know, when you go from 18 to 20, you look... You're still growing. You Yeah, and you look <laughs> yeah. pretty different at 20 than you do at 18. So, like, you can kind of see that in Elijah Wood more than other more than other actors in these movies. Yeah. So, he says, you told me once this day would come. And, you know, because he doesn't want to go. <laughs> he doesn't want to be king. He's just He's been thinking about this all day. That's why he can't sleep. It's why he's just like... Dude, he can't sleep because the sun is out. <laughs> That's true, too. You know how humid it is in Rivendell? <laughs> but, like, her trying to get him sleep when the sun... getting Trying to get him to sleep when the sun is out makes me think that, you know, he hasn't slept since they decided they were going to go. Mm. Oh. So it's been a couple days since the council? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Maybe a couple of days, you know. He's not... He doesn't know what to do with himself. And as we'll see later this week, he's about to make a really stupid decision. <laughs> yeah. No. So you think the the line about you told me once this day would come is about leaving to become go down the path to become king? I do. I think that okay. it is. But I think that the way I think that's what it's about. But there's also like the like the, the subtext is like him making the decision to leave her to try to get her to go be with her people. Right. Which I think it's why it always confused me because he's generally the one talking about, you know, you should be with your people mm-hmm. and forget about me. And so it seemed weird to me that he would say, you told me this day would come. And then her response of, you know, this is not the end. It is the beginning. And so I, it, right. it almost seemed like they had, flip-flopped you know position right but then she says you must go with frodo like sure they're they're talking about the the journey of the ring yeah but i think that aragorn's mind is on leaving her behind and that's why the look on his face at the beginning of this minute is so like because she's not looking at him and when she turns looking away from him and looking out over rivendell right his expression turns sad when he realizes that she's not looking at him He's an attention whore, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I think that he was trying not to look sad about what's in his mind oh, while she was paying attention to him. Yeah. And then when she's not paying attention to him, it kind of falls away a little bit. Yeah. I don't... I think it is only about him going to become king, though. Like, not mm. about um, them potentially breaking up. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely on his mind at this point yeah, right. still, though. But, like, because she's like, you need to go do this. Like, go claim your throne and then we can be... My path party. is hidden from me. No, it isn't. You know exactly <laughs> what you have to do. <laughs> it is already laid out before you. Yeah. It's like, he's just trying to, like, make excuses and just be like, I don't want to go. It's I a dangerous trip stepping out your, outside your door. Right. Don't keep your wits about you. <laughs> Yeah, it makes a lot more sense now, and, it, and that actually helps a lot thinking about... She's talking about the journey to become king. He's thinking about leaving her. So Yeah, I think given the context of their conversation in two minutes, that makes the most sense to me. Like, yeah. his mind is really weighed down with, you know, I'm going to go do this, and this is how I'm going to spend the rest of my life, and I don't know if you should come do this with me. I don't know if that is 
like fully realized in his mind yet here because when he talks to Elrond right. next minute, he looks really offended. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, maybe subconsciously, he's just like, oh, I, I probably have to, you know, stop this relationship. Right. And then, But up to this point, he's just like, I don't want to leave you. You're so pretty. <laughs> right. And, like, that's <laughs> where, like, got here. that's where the chronological order thing maybe gets a little jumbled because their conversation on the bridge, he, from Fellowship, he also kind of implies it's just like, you know, you should be with your people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and, like, what does, I kept. And does that come before or after this conversation? Like, <laughs> right. that's. That's well, where it might be a little on. jumbled. Yeah. So that. Yeah. I think that's and, what was stripping me up because I was cause like, does she, she give, give him, him the necklace in that scene? Yes. on the bridge? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So this is the day after that or maybe a couple days after. Right. That. OK. That that could be before the council. Yeah. The bridge scene might be before the council. And then, is it? and then this is after. It's been a whole movie and a half. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. Like the, that, the, the chronology of that particular scene in the context of this one feels muddled. The whole chronology of all the movies feels <laughs> muddled. That's my entire point. <laughs> right? For like 300 episodes has been my point. <laughs> no, no. See, see, there's a difference with a, pro- then a, there's a difference between a problem with like, the chronology, like the order of events versus like how long events take. Like okay. those are, those oh, are two yeah. different concerns. All right. And there's very much a concern with like how long things take the in these sucks. movies. <laughs> Is there a, a magical quality to the necklace? I've always assumed so. Okay. Something, some, some, some sort of minor Elden magic. It glows. Well, and I always wondered, is it, is her, life force you know uh long life is it somehow tied in with the necklace because i remember like they seem to make a big deal about it with uh you know she gives it to him and that's her you know foregoing her long everlasting life right and like is that literal or symbolic right that's what i've always been i don't think the movie ever really makes up its mind about that okay I think it's, I mean, if it was literal, she would literally be like Sauron, so, like, she would also be, like, some kind of lich if, like, her life force was bound up into this jewelry. Uh, so I think it's mostly symbolic. Okay. Right, but, yeah, because her, so her family, her bloodline, Elrond and all that, they are the only family of elves who can willingly give up their elfness. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's got something to do with, um... Something to do with like their ancestry and like the Baron and Luthien thing and oh, like okay. and huh. Arendil the Mariner and all that stuff. Like it's it's all tied up in all the stuff that's the Silmarillion. Like they okay. they can give up their like elfdom. That's why he's Elrond half elven. Right. Mm, okay. That that helps. It's something like that. Like I'm probably like that. That's probably not exactly how it works, but like that's that's basically it. Like okay. another elf, like Galadriel, couldn't do this. She she can't give up her immortality. Mm. I don't think she'd want to. Right. <laughs> She's like, I'm better than you. Bye. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like just Elrond's family that can do this. Okay. Hmm. Is that why they have darker hair? Or is that huh? all the Rivendell elves? Well, Elrond is descended from, uh, or he's, re- he's related to Baron, Baron and Luthien. Yeah. And so is Aragorn. But. Yeah. So. Hmm. Aragorn and Arwen are related. Yeah. Elrond already has like a tiny, tiny bit of mortal blood. 
It's like Baron is like, I think Baron is his grandfather or his great grandfather. I can't remember exactly. I'm trying to remember all the Silmarillion stuff we've read. There's like six different groups of elves. Right, and they're based on how long they take they took to leave Middle Earth the first time. Yeah, Galadriel's from like the second. She's one of the she's one of the Noldor. Yeah, so they have like I think they're all blonde. I think so. Pretty much all the Lothlorien elves are blonde. Yeah. I don't know why Legolas is blonde. Why Thranduil is too. Yeah. Well. Aside from genetics. <laughs> right, and like a lot of the Mirkwood elves might are descended from elves that never left. I think. Right, yeah, because there's like wood elves, because Tariel's a wood elf. Right, yeah. And then Legolas is like a high elf. Right. Or whatever. Right, but Tariel's not real. That whole mess. Yeah. Hey, you know what? There's, She's but not there's canon. a difference. <laughs> but there is a difference. Like, there's there's a canon difference between yeah. the, the kinds of elves that inhabit different places. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, there are, I can't remember what they what their elven name is, but essentially they are all words that translate to like, there's sea elves, which are the Teleri. I know that yeah. one. And then, but some of them are words that translate to like, these elves never saw light. Like, like they elves? never, they never saw the light of the trees. Oh, oh, okay. Hmm. Like these elves never saw the light of the trees. So these, these are the elves from the dark time. Okay. They never they never crossed the sea and saw Valinor. We're getting mm. like, deep into this. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's climb out of this rabbit hole. Right. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> get out of this because, yeah, I think that I think that that is I think that her immortality is weighing on Aragorn's mind in yeah. this conversation, but that's not what Arwen understands this conversation to be about at all. Oh yeah, she's just like, you'll be back. It's fine. Yeah, trust you got us. this. Trust, trust in us. And then, like, they do this lean in, and right up until like they're about to lean in, Aragorn does have this kind of sad look in his eyes until she like nuzzles it. He even rests his head against her, like, kind of forlornly. Yeah. Like they put their he- their foreheads Dude, together. About to make out with Liv Tyler. Like, <laughs> why are you sad? Because <laughs> he has to leave tomorrow. That's true. And John John Reese Davies in the commentary, like just as the scene starts, is just like, ah, isn't she breathtaking? <laughs> in the cast commentary, he's like, he's got nothing to do with this. Like he wasn't, he hasn't talked in the commentary for like fifteen minutes, and then like Liv Tyler's on the screen in the scene, and he's just, ah, well, yeah, she's beautiful. She like shows up in that dress, <laughs> right? And John Reese Davies is just—he just has to let it out. He just has to—he <laughs> just has to say it he aloud. He has an appreciation for beautiful things. Yes. Yeah, because he does that with whenever Kate Blanchett comes on screen too. He's just like, as well, he should. <laughs> He's just in character as Gimli at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ladies don't get enough screen time in these movies, so when they are on screen, it should be you know well noted and and. Mm-hmm. They really, they they really do not get enough screen time. No. None of, none of the three of them. <laughs> the three of them All out of, of the three ladies, three movies, twenty plus you know actors in the in each movie or whatever. Right? Yep, it's crazy. And for some reason, like Craig Parker, the the guy that plays Haldir, is talking through this part of the commentary, <laughs> and it's just like, what do you have to do with this? Which one's Haldir? The um... he's the first elf you meet in Lothlorien. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, this one we would have the, shot in the dark. Yeah, he breathed so loud we could so have loud. shot okay. in the dark. Okay. Yeah. And elf he's stuff. the one that shows up at the battle, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And he's not supposed to be there. 
There's elf stuff happening. He's an elf. Yeah. This, this is the, the other the other elves. They couldn't get Liv Tyler for this Probably one. not. <laughs> it's like uh, Liv Tyler and Kate Blanchett across all the commentaries don't, aren't there much. Mm. Well, they're busy. Yeah. Some busy ladies. I don't know if I have anything else. It's oh, very I, yeah, quiet. I, it's a very quiet I, I do have another, another note about Aragorn and Arwen. Okay. Uh, so... They also filmed, and Peter Jackson's just like, I don't think this will ever see the light of day. He says <laughs> flatly. He's like, they filmed another scene, another flashback scene of like young Aragorn and Arwen, still played by Vigo and Liv. Like, oh my God. Aragorn <laughs> beard, beardless. <laughs> and then just, and them like running around Lothlorien. That's so cute. Uh, which is a wow. flashback that would have been in Lothlorien in Fellowship of the Ring. But they dropped for the Boromir Aragorn conversation so that Boromir's character arc had more depth. Mm. Instead of just giving you this flashback with like young Viggo Mortensen huh. and young Liv Tyler. I'm frolicking <laughs> about in the woods. I'm like sad that doesn't exist, but yeah, they kinda... filmed it. <laughs> like yeah. this is Peter Jackson is like pretty clear that like this is a completed scene, but we just, <laughs> they just didn't put it anywhere and didn't use it. Huh. Like, no one's ever, no one's ever seen it. I kind of think, wish they would have, you know, like cast young Aragorn and, and Arwen, you know. Well, we're going to get a young Aragorn. Right. But if, like, uh, yeah, there's that we? whole thing. The Amazon the series Amazon is going to be young oh, Aragorn. Okay. Did they, so they announced what kind of project it is, or? All we know is that it's going to be like a like a prequel. It's like a young about young Strider Aragorn. Okay. Right. We're gonna, it's like young Hercules. Young Adventures, Indiana Jones with, Chronicles. Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, one of those shows, works. one of those Disney, we're just going to explore other parts of this property when he's a kid series. Yeah. Wacky adventures. He'll run into everybody that he meets, you know, in these, <laughs> in right. these let's, movies. Let's hope it's like more, you know, I don't know, more serious than that. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully with more ladies. I just like, <laughs> I don't, uh, I have many thoughts about that, but yeah. Whatever. But yeah, no, if they had cast a young Aragorn, then that would have, like, been continuity thing for the Amazon series. Right. Though. Zac Efron as Zac young Aragorn. <laughs> oh, please don't. You don't think you could do it? Just, I just, I'm just not interested in Zac Efron being Aragorn. This would have been about the time that he was in uh, Firefly as, like, a young... Yeah, that's true. He was, like, a... Young, what, Simon or whatever. I, don't know, I just, I just don't think I'm interested in that. <laughs> just something about that. I'm just like, nah. Because he's like, isn't, isn't he the voice of the Onceler? Yes. Yeah. See, no. No, he's a good <laughs> actor. I mean, like he's grown beyond his High School Musical days. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did the Lorax. I mean, there was like several years in between that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Dude, know. Patrick Stewart voiced the poop emoji, so like <laughs> you can't hold anim like voice work against anybody. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I would just be like, "When's he gonna say how bad can it be?" Uh, no, <laughs> just work it in there somewhere. Yeah, and he can sing. Like he can do like all the Aragorn singing stuff. Right, he can do the do he some Elvish songs. Yeah, you gotta get someone broody. He's he can smolder. You got a smolder. 
He's gonna get past yeah. brooding and get to smoldering. Young Aragorn and Arwen just running around. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she's that much younger. Being impossibly though. pretty. Right, like you don't you don't have to do anything to love Tyler to like make make her she's an yeah. elf. Like right. this is what she's looked like for hundreds of years. She has looked exactly like this. You don't have to do anything, but like Vigo's gotta shave. <laughs> Maybe cut his hair and like make him look young. Uh, he, Get rid of all the all the gray hairs. He's not as pretty clean shaven, honestly. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Get that like mop top going on. Oh, no. Shave. Uh, but I think I think we're all done here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today, uh, Travis. My pleasure. Yeah. So. We're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check us out there, as well as some of the other podcasts on the site, including the Protagonist Podcast, Doctor's Companion, uh, Geek by Night, Immunities, all that good stuff. There's that Hannibal Lecter podcast. The Hannibal podcast. Yeah, having a friend for dinner. Yeah. And huh. I keep forgetting to put in my notes, so we never talk about it. <laughs> uh, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about some pretty people making